from his studios in New York. It's time for Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora, where sports meets life. Here's your host, Dan Tortora. Welcome back here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on Wake Up Call DT.com, your one stop sports shop, and on MixLR.com backslash Wake Up Call DT. It's an honor and a privilege to be here with you every Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time. Once again, MixLR, which stands for MixLiveRadio.com backslash Wake Up Call DT, and on Wake Up Call DT.com. No stranger to the broadcast by any stretch of the imagination from the moment she was hired. Gabby Holko here with Marywood Pacers women's basketball, their head coach, her first season with Marywood, her first season as a head coach, and she has led the team to a number three seed in a home playoff game in year number one for her as the team continues its success. Marywood Pacers women's basketball has built through history. Tara Machaco left it with a lot of success. Gabby, in her first season, is in the playoffs pushing that success and looking to do some special things here in the Atlantic East where Mary Wood is in their first season in this new conference. So plenty of good for Mary Wood women's basketball and Gabby being a part of a potential historical moment for Mary Wood as well as they move forward. So a lot to be happy about, a lot to be excited about. Gabby, how are we doing today? Doing well, Dan. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. And uh, how, how are Yins doing over there in Mary Wood? <laughs> <laughs> We're doing great, you know. Uh, we had a fantastic practice yesterday. We went from 10 to 12 p.m., a full two hours, um, and then we got into the classroom and we did some film and scout. I mean, we just played Gwen and Mercy this past Saturday, so we got to watch that game as a team and critique things that we need to focus on and things that we need to change and things that we needed to add in. Um, but we had a fantastic day yesterday, and I really believe that the team is ready to go. So our energy was high, and it's going to be high tonight, so I'm excited. Having Gwyneth Mercy, you know, and having just played Gwyneth Mercy, just what you could say about that. I mean, it's great because you have film from not even 48 hours ago that you can that you can go to. But at the same time, you know, playing a team and, and beating a team multiple times in a season is difficult for either side. So, you know, what what is your takeaway and your thoughts on the fact that, you know, here's Gwyneth Mercy one more time? It's exciting. Um but it also is nerve-wracking a little bit. I mean, you're seeing somebody three times in one season, and that's the beautiful thing about playoff basketball. Um, but seeing a team with less than 48 hours, uh, it's going to be tough. I mean, we've both coaches, probably from Gwen Mercy, and I know myself and my assistant coach, Joe Reno, we have really prepared ourselves for this matchup. I mean, we've watched both films from this past season, and we really – got to hone in on what we wanted to fix and what we needed to change for tonight's game based off of what happened on Saturday. I mean, we had a 14-point lead, um, and Gwen and Mercy has fantastic shooters on their squad, and we knew no lead is going to be bigger is going to be large enough. Um, and having shooters on your team, you can come back from a 14-point lead like they did. I mean, it went to a three-point game, and it was pretty tough. So we just have to be able to – and we talked to the girls. is They just have to really focus on the fundamentals and the little things. If we do the little things correctly, then everything else will fall into place. Speaking here with Marywood Pacers women's basketball head coach Gabby Holko, 
you face off again, like you said, three. This will be the third time this season. The first one at home at Marywood, Gwenda Mercy gets eighty-five to eighty-one. You go to their place this past Saturday, one sixty-six to sixty-two. So both of these games separated by four points. That's it in both of these matchups. Just what you can say about you know how closely you play Gwenda Mercy. And how the these are two possession games both times around. They got one, you got one. This is the rubber match, just and and it's for everything. Just what you can say about that. I mean, these games have been very, very close and they've been separated by the same amount of points. Yeah, as I said, uh Gwen Murphy's a they have a fantastic team and uh Keith who has been their head coach and he's also the athletic director at Gwen Mercy. He's been there a long time. This isn't his first rodeo, so they have a really well coached and they have a lot of athletes on their team, but so do we here at Marywood and I think the biggest thing, I mean you the scores say it best, we had it in the eighties at home and then when we went down to Gwen Mercy, we knew that defense was gonna win that game and we needed to lock down defensively and we needed to hold them in the sixties and that was our goal and we really did that um the same thing that's going to happen today we really focused on valuing each possession i mean a big thing is is we like to run and we like to press but if we are up we want to hold that ball out run that possession down i mean we have a 30 second shot but not taking a shot within the first five seconds of the shot clock we want to pull that down to the last 10 seconds and really value that possession and really win that possession. Um, and then defensively, I, I tell the girls all the time is defense is there's zero breaks on defense. You have to give your all every 30 seconds defensively. Offense is where you can take a break. Defense is not. We have to have high intensity on the ball pressure. We have to be playing our help side. We have to have our help side drop. And that's what, <clears throat> that's what her, excuse me, Oh, excuse me. That's what hurt us on Saturday is we had fantastic help side, but then we just had a couple instances where we didn't get that backside drop, and that's something we really focused on this past yesterday at practice. So, And you look at that, you know, obviously defensively to lock down and, and do what you need to do. How have you seen the team through the season play their defense as a whole? How would you define kind of where the team started out defensively to where they are right now? Yeah, we – we laugh about it now, but defensively to start this season off, we, we weren't the best defensive team. That has been our focus all year is that we need to win games defensively. If we don't lock down or if you can't guard your yard is what we call it, then you're not going to be out there on the floor. You need to be able to guard your yard. You need to be able to be in help side. You need to be able to be in the gaps. You need to be able to be and have trust in your teammates to be able to guard their yard. And if they don't, they call help. You better be there to help your teammates back. Uh, we switched things up. We weren't able to press earlier in the year, and now we start. We we've finally clicked <clears throat> with our presses, and we have a couple of them, and they've been working fantastic for us. And then we switched zone against Newman at home, and the funny thing about that, we were down two players, so we only had seven for that game against Newman at home, and we put in a three-two zone, which we did it the day before, and it was fantastic, and Newman wasn't ready for it, so we have a couple tricks up our sleeve, but really, it's just locking down in our man-to-man defense and being able to guard your yard. And when you look at, you know, defensively, and one of the players you didn't have for that first game where you lost to 85 to 81 at home, Araya Onks, who you had this time around, and we had spoken about how she had been sick during the season, and you didn't know if you would have her 
Uh, she had mono, and then she bounced right back and had the opportunity to come back onto the team, did everything she had to do, kept going to the doctor, got right, got healthy, was a big part of the game that I was at uh, against Immaculata, your final regular season home game, and then obviously a big part on the road with what she was able to do against Gwen and Mercy. Just what you could say about Araya Onks getting her back and knowing that you have this piece of the puzzle as you step into the playoffs. Yeah, Araya is a fantastic player. Um, this is only her second year playing collegiate basketball. She, as a freshman, went to Towson University down in Maryland and just played, just went for school. Um, and then she decided to transfer to uh, Marywood last year, played her first season, and now this is her second season. But technically, she's a junior athletically because she will be graduating from Marywood next year. Um She's a fantastic person to have on the offensive end. Araya is somebody that if we need a bucket, she's going to get that bucket and she's going to figure that way out on how to score the basketball. She's somebody that we've really had to focus with her ball handling and defensive-wise. I mean, Araya has come a long way defensively, and it's something that's really exciting as a coach to see those players turn those corners defensively and just say, like, Coach, I'm able to guard her. I'm going to guard her. I'm going to stop her. And Araya has done that late in this postseason, and we weren't sure if we were to have her the rest of this the rest of the season i mean mono is mono is a sickness that could take you out a whole season uh, but araya really rested and she kept going back to her home doctor to make sure like okay can i get my can i get my blood drawn and can we figure out what's happening and am i clear am i not clear and we didn't have her for a good two and a half weeks but we're really lucky to have her now so it's very exciting and just what she brings to this team, just what's special about her play to go a little bit deeper into it, because I had, I had spoken about the fact that, you know, there's there's just something about, I mean, not everything that she does is going to show up on the stat sheet. And in the game that I was able to do for courtside with Brendan, you know, we, we got to see that. We got to see how scrappy she was and how she might not you know, get this assist or get this rebound on the stat sheet, but she's tipping the ball this way. She's saving this play. She's doing this. She's doing that. She's putting herself out there. She dribbles with purpose, and nobody really – so when she decided where she was going to go, nobody was stopping her on the floor of doing that. Just what you could say about her all-around play and, and how she has that purpose when she makes those decisions. Absolutely. Um, Raya is that gritty player. She is that person that she gets a ton of deflections for our defensive end. And it's, she has long arms and she's very, very quick. And it's it's something I tell her all the time, sit back, sit back, make them think that that player is open and then shoot that gap and get your hand on that ball. And she does it a ton of the time is she will block. She will block. Last game, I believe, at Gwen and Mercy, she had three blocked shots. I mean, she's somebody that skies high with her vertical jump and she's somebody that's going full go 100% of the time and sometimes I got to tell our kids slow down you don't have to go 100% for 40 minutes of the game slow it down a little bit don't burn yourself out but she's that type of player that has that grit she's going to get a deflection and she wants to pass the ball up if she can get it to her teammate and just have that on the stat sheet she's a winner of 50-50 balls where she's diving on the floor and she's going after it so it's exciting to coach her that coming from Gabby Holko, Marywood Pacers women's basketball head coach here in the first hour of Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora. They have a game tonight at 7 o'clock. It's a home playoff game, number three seed. Gabby, just what you could say about your first season with Marywood, not only getting to the postseason, but grinding it out to a point where you get to host a postseason game. Yeah, 
it means everything. Um, a big thing we talked about all season, and at the beginning of the year, we really didn't uh, care about the preseason rankings. We knew what we had, and there were players that transferred out of Marywood, um, and then one player that just decided not to play uh, her sophomore year, and she was the rookie of the year at the CSAC. And we had, we talk about it in the locker room a lot, is we had so much adversity, adversity that hit us, and we've had it all season. But the way that the girls have face this adversity and they've kicked it in the butt i mean we've really just focused on what we had we don't worry about what we did have or what people ranked us i mean we were ranked second to last right above wesley and that's something we didn't focus on all year that's not that's not the way that we wanted to approach the season we knew the power that we had and that it was going to be up to us to figure out where we were going to end. And the biggest thing I would say about this team is the heart that we have. We have nine girls strong, and the heart that they have in that gym is unbelievable. They have their teammates back 100% of the time. They're they're focusing on their teammates and helping their teammates out, communicating with their teammates. I mean, Kate Riley is somebody who, she's a sophomore, but we spoke about this, and she's somebody that's a very vocal leader on our team. And Kate's somebody that when she gets her opportunity, she takes that chance. And she goes for it and she's that one that really wants to take our freshmen under her wing and really talk to them and put them in the best situation where they can be and it's exciting I think what we have in store for us within the next couple years it's going to be exciting for Marywood women's basketball but we talked about it at practice yesterday today's a business trip I mean it's a home it's a home game, but it's still all business. We have to come in. We have a shoot-around at 2.30, and then we have to be ready to go on the floor, 6 p.m., tip-off at 7, and then we 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 hold what's going to happen in our hands, and we're excited about that. And having this opportunity, like you said, you hold what is in your hands. You know, you are in control of your own destiny. Just what that means to you to be able to say something like that, especially in your first season at Marywood, that where you go from here, you are in complete control of. You don't need anybody's help. You're not relying on anybody else to get you into the playoffs or help you advance. You don't need that thing where they say, hey, if you win and then there's a tie and then this and then that. You don't have to worry about any of that. Just what you could say about knowing that you are in the driver's seat of what this team can do this year? It's the greatest feeling. I mean, it's really the greatest feeling. I, I, I truly believe that our girls have that in their mind, that we are, we have the control of everything and we're in the driver's seat. And if we focus on the little things, if we focus on what we went over in practice yesterday and what we saw on film, that we're going to be in that semifinal game. And that's going to be something that's exciting. We're, we want to make that history, but it's one game at a time. And tonight's that first game. And I believe that our girls are going to be ready to go. And when you look at you know this game coming up here and the fans being there, just what you could say about, I, I know that, that we spoke about that there's going to be a whiteout and there's all the positives coming from that opportunity and knowing that you know there, there is that, you know, bring the fans in and the first 50 get a t-shirt and there's going to be a whiteout inside the Insulaco Arena. But why else should fans come out if they haven't been there or they, or they have? You know, why should they be there for the game tonight? Just what you can say to the community and why they should come out and support. I'm a big community person, and I we've had fantastic fans all year. Not just our parents, but our 
Marywood community. I mean, we have Sister John Michelle, who has been a true supporter of us all year, and she's somebody that comes up before games to tell us good luck, and after games, she's there patting us on the shoulders either way, win or loss. But I think for people that haven't seen our basketball team play, that's the best thing that they can do is come out and just see us and see the heart that these girls put on every, every game. I mean, they leave it all on the floor every 40 minutes, and it's it's exciting to see. You see the passion in their eyes. You see that they have that drive, and they have that will to win, and they're going to do whatever they can not to lose. And the biggest thing is we have Natasha Hessling and Alyssa Olson, who are our two senior leaders, and they're not ready to go out yet. They're not done yet. I think the biggest thing with them is they they have their emotions on their sleeves and they'll run through a brick wall for anybody on our team including myself and my assistant coach Joe Reno they're always ready to go and it's they do whatever is asked of them and at this point in their career they're seniors their body's hurting I mean they're to that point where it's like okay let's keep going let's keep pushing and they're going to do that until it's the end of the season and we're not ready to be done. We're not done yet. So I think that that's the biggest thing is the community just needs to come out support and support these girls for working hard all year. I mean, basketball season is, it's a long tiring season. I mean, we started October 15th and here we are in February, February 18th, still going strong and we're looking to continue that success. To be in your first season and to see what this team has been able to do, just what your thoughts are, Gabby, about about that, you know, coming in here, knowing that, you know, the school has had success, the program has had success, but as you come in, you know, the roster obviously changes a little bit and it's your first season with this team. There's there's players on the team that you didn't recruit. So we spoke about it with Brendan that you have to essentially recruit the players that are already there to tell them what you're about and why they should stay and why they should be a part of this and why they should see it through. And Rico went through it. You're going through it. Just what you could say about that, you know, to be in your first season and to have a bunch of these players that, you know, you didn't recruit in and, and to have, you know, them stay, you know, some of them stay and believe in your mission, believe in what you wanted to do, and then see where you've gotten to today, just what you could say about that. Because that first step in of being the new person on campus and having to talk to a team, it's it's not the easiest thing in the world. And I don't think coaches get enough credit for having to have those conversations with players that they didn't bring in. Absolutely. Um, I think in my first year, especially this is my first year as a head coach in I got hired on late. I got hired on in July. So, yeah, I didn't have the opportunity to recruit any of the kids that are on the team right now. But these young women are my team. And they are they are a part of this team that we're building. And I gave – I got to meet our freshmen when they moved in and I talked to each and every single one of them and said I know I didn't recruit you but I'm excited to be your coach here at Marywood and we're really going to make things happen here um and I let the girls get used to the college atmosphere for about a week and a half and then we had our first team meeting and as you said it's not an easy thing to do I mean I had to tell them what my mission was and what I see Marywood women's basketball being and I'm a big culture person I mean I will say it and I'll say it 10 times is I will never take a chance on a kid that's not going to be good for our culture they could be the best basketball player there is but if i see one 
flaw in their character, I would not take a chance on them because character is something we pride ourselves on as Marywood Women's Basketball. And it's something that I tell the girls all the time. Even when you're out in public, people know who you are. You might not have anything Marywood on, but they know who you are because they've seen you play. (laughs) They've seen us on social media. They have seen us in the newspaper. They know who you are. So you don't ever want to put yourself in a position to not even put yourself as a bad name, but Marywood Women's Basketball or Marywood University as a whole. Um, But the biggest thing is I had a group of, now we're at 10 strong with Jade Rowland, nine active, and then Jade Rowland being a medical red shirt. These 10 bought in fully to what I talked about that first pre- that first team meeting, and we have really changed. I mean, we went in and we wanted to do one thing, and we realized we didn't have that ability to do that. We weren't that deep on the bench, so we couldn't go a full deny basketball team. So we we went back to the drawing board, and these girls have never questioned our mission as women's basketball coaches, and they've always had that bought in, that buy in for it. And the best thing about it is when you have that buy in they'll do anything. And that's the biggest thing is they know as their coaches will do anything for them. I mean, we've had everything hit us from sickness to injury. And I tell our girls all the time, if you need me, even if it's at three in the morning, you call me and I'll be there in a heartbeat to help you with whatever you need. And I think that the biggest thing we have is we have a family here at Marywood women's basketball. And that's something that I want to continue. I want to continue to have a family with our parents and to have a family with our team and our community and just Marywood University as a whole. So it's really exciting, and I'm excited for tonight's game, but I'm excited for our future here at Marywood. And before I let you go, I want to I want to show some love. You brought him up here, your assistant coach, Joe Reno. Just what you could say about what he's done for the team. Absolutely. Joe's a fantastic guy, and I was really uh, struggling to find an assistant. It was late in the game I got hired, and I was reaching out to everybody that I knew, and I reached out to one of the big uh, basketball minds in NEPA, and that's uh, John Bucci, and I I contacted Bucci, and I was like, Bucci, do you have anybody that would be looking to get into collegiate coaching? I mean, it's a different beast. A lot of people say they want to be a college coach, but they don't want to do the college coach things, and it's and it's a 24-7 job. I mean, we don't work just 9 to 5. It's We're working seven days a week at any hour, and that's why I love what I do, but Bucci reached out and said, I think I have the perfect guy for you. And his name is Joe Reno. He was a high school coach at Tonkanic area uh, for the last, I think, five or six years. And he just wanted to take a different route. And we got him on staff and he balances me out well. I mean, I know you say all the time that I'm very high sprung and I'm high energetic. And Joe is that calming factor for our team. He's that person that is telling me, hey, coach, calm down a minute. Hey, coach, let's bring it back in. And he has a he's a great basketball mind and he's really just giving me any of the things that I need. And as an assistant coach, you want that person to challenge you. And Joe does that for me. And he's that somebody that brings in different things to the table that maybe as a college coach, I looked past and he was at the high school level. So he's really on the fundamentals. So that's something we have really stuck strong with this season is working on our fundamentals and not going above and beyond. We want to make sure that we are perfect with our passes we're perfect with our ball handling we're perfect with our shots and then we'll move on to the concepts of everything else but joe's a great guy and i'm so lucky to have him on staff uh, coming here from gabby holko marywood women's basketball head coach uh, gabby th- this game for you uh, just what i mean it, to, to be a, a culmination of the season 
first time head coach, first year at Marywood, for you to, to be doing this, for you to be a three seed, for you to have the opportunity to make history, just what you could say about this moment, because, you know, some coaches say, you know, I think about the moment after the moment, but are, are you living in this moment? Are you going to let this moment, you know, kind of feel it a little bit, even for a second as you go into this? Absolutely. I was just talking with a couple coaches and friends and somebody said like this is the first big game of your coaching career I mean this is your first year as a head college coach you're in the third seed spot you're having a home playoff game that's exciting enjoy it and I think that's the biggest thing is I'm not stressing about it I'm not a coach that stresses and says well we got to do this 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 we as a team went over everything that we had to do at practice now we know that the girls know what they have to do. And as a coach, I'm going to coach them up to the best of my ability and I'm going to be positive with them. I mean, that's the biggest thing in this second half of the season is the positivity. Yeah. There's times where you got to get on your players and you got to scream at your players, but then you got to build them back up. And that's something that I really learned last year under Joya Whittington is you can be so tough on your team, but you got to bring them back up right in that second moment. If you don't do that, your team won't know know what that is. And they have to be able to have constructive criticism, but they have to be able to be proud of what they're doing and learn from their mistakes and be positive about their, their successes. And this is a huge success for us. I mean, we've had a lot of close games all year. We probably had five or six games where we lost under 10 points. And that's, that's a hard that's something hard for us to handle. And we know that we could beat any team out there. It's just, we have to do the little things right. And we know what we have to do for tonight. And it's exciting. I mean, there's a lot of firsts that we happen. I mean, we didn't beat Newman from two years. We haven't beat him in two seasons. And then this year we swept them. So that's exciting. There's so much excitement around this season, but we need to keep building on it because we're not ready to be done yet. So yeah, I'm enjoying it a little bit, but once it's game time, it's going to be, it's going to be business. It's going to be business. And you'll be seeing my energy on the sideline. You'll probably see me get on some referees, but Hey, that's how I am. And my, my girls like that. They, they know that I have their back. And if something's happening and they come up to me and say, coach, this girl's hooking me underneath, I'm going to say something to the referees and make them aware of it. But the biggest thing, and we talk about it all the time, we cannot be focused on anybody but ourselves. And that's one thing that we're focusing tonight is just do the little things right and everything's going to fall into place. That coming from Gabby Holko, Marywood Pacers women's basketball head coach. The game is going on tonight at Marywood. Three-seeded Marywood taking on Gwedin Mercy. Third time this season, four points separated them in the first game. Four points separated them in the second. They have tied their regular season series this year one-to-one. This is the game for all the marbles as it starts off at 7 p.m. It is a whiteout. It is at Marywood University in the Insulaco Arena Everybody needs to come out to this. I've already put out on social media during our conversation here with Gabby that I want every single alum in driving distance to get there behind to the game tonight and show some support for Marywood University. Gabby, you know that uh, we got a show tomorrow morning, hopefully with great news going on after that. I'll see you tonight with this, and, and keep doing what you're doing. I mean, this it's it's uh, to say it's worth the drive would be an understatement. So just keep killing it out there and get this team ready, as I know you will. And, and I know that I'll uh, I'll be able to be around you and the team before the game tonight. So I'm excited about that. 
Awesome, Dan. We're excited to have you. And I agree, any alum that's there in driving distance, come on out. We'll get you in for free. Um, and having anybody support that we can is going to be great. Dan, we're excited to have you back in the stand. So I'll see you tonight. All right. Sounds good. And take care. Take care of that voice for tonight. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I'll talk to you later, Dan. All right. Take care. That coming from Gabby Holko once again. Gabby Holko, the head coach of Marywood Women's Basketball. The team will face off tonight once again against Gwynedd Mercy. It is their home playoff game. They have the opportunity in this quarterfinal to move on to the semis in the Atlantic East Conference as Marywood University's season, they're hoping, has only just begun. Kylie Wires, Jade Rowland, Araya Onks, Kate Riley, Kara Romanello, as well as Emily Theobald, Morgan Shamro, Alyssa Olson, Marissa Fernandez-Tierney, and Natasha Hessling, all going out there to give everything that they possibly can. And Joe Reno, the assistant coach, and Gabby Holko as well. Come support your Marywood Pacers women's basketball team as they get set off for what I am so proud to say, which is playoff basketball. Tara Machaco did it. Gabby Holko's doing it. I love saying that my alma mater is playing in the postseason. I love talking about playoff basketball and Marywood University in the same breath. So let's make it happen, folks. Get out there. Alumni, I'm going to be there. Okay, I have to drive two hours to get there. Most of you have to drive 15 minutes, 10 minutes. Some of you live right down the road from Marywood University. Get your behind to the game and show some love for Marywood women's basketball and Pacers athletics and our university as a whole because without us, there is no Marywood. And without Marywood, we don't have that degree. So we need to show some love, and we appreciate Mary, Marywood showing some love back. Like, like Gabby said, you're an alum. You want to come in, come into the game for free. First 50 students on campus are getting a free T-shirt for the whiteout. Listen, they're pulling out all the stops for this thing. Let's make it happen. Let's show some love for Marywood University, and let's get out there to the game and show them what it means to be a Pacer. We'll take a step aside here on Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora. We'll come back to speak on West Genesee as we head back to Central New York. Frank Calabufo is coming up in just a few moments as his team is continuing to move on here in the postseason for hockey.